Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across of so all social media at Everyman Sports. With me this week, as always, during the football season is my dad. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing great, son. Great. Well, let's get right into it. Let's recap week two in the NFL. Um Started off with a uh, just a sad Bengals team. Still hasn't scored a touchdown in the 2017 season. Losing in both th- games at home. Losing 13 to nine at home to the Texans. The Texans didn't fare too much better. They only scored one touchdown in the game. However, it was on a a 46 yard uh, mad run and dash by uh, Deshaun Watson, um, which really kind of turned out to be the difference. Just that one play. Um, but yes, and after the game, the Bengals. Uh, he's the youngest. Uh, he's the youngest uh, quarterback in the league. I believe you are correct about that. Yes. And they'll be playing the oldest one, so that's that should But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, so the Bengals, in such a mess offensively, fired their offensive coordinator. Yeah, so. and Andy Dalton is to blame. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's about, you always look at the most. You you always look at the quarterback. The quarterback yeah, it's like the pitcher in baseball. You know you can't give up those kind of hits. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, other games of note: the Vikings coming off a really good re- week one. Uh, go down to Pittsburgh minus Sam Bradford. Boy, he played one of the best games of his career in week one against the Saints, and then all of a sudden he's like, nope, can't go for week two. So. And then the other story is, I mean, that injury wasn't really, you know, premier. I mean, I was kind of surprised when he didn't play. I mean, it, maybe I wasn't paying attention. Or I mean, this is this is guy who's, who has torn the same uh, ACL in the same knee, you know, uh, on multiple occasions, two times. I mean, it's uh, yeah. Now he, they're saying he's not playing this week. That's what I'm hearing. So it might and be and they're favored, uh, but we'll get into that later for sure. But yeah, so. Things in uh, in the land of 10,000 lakes, you know, giveth one week and taketh away in the Steelers right. back on their winning ways. The Colts had had the lead for the majority of the game over the Cardinals, and then Cardinals were able to tie it, send it to overtime, and win it 16-13. to 13. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, in his first start as a Colt, uh, did pretty well, but the cardinals defense and and that and overtime the turnover yeah yeah it just didn't work out for them uh patriots was a lot closer than people expected oh for sure i mean i i think everybody kind of figured look they lost week 1 against the 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 cardinals yeah. did against the lions so they'll bounce back against the bad colts team colt like again right. as i said colts had the lead for most of that game and then all of a sudden they didn't yeah, have, but you know they were the favorite, the Cardinals, and they were on the road the week before at the Lions, right? Favored, right, and lost, right. And then they were favored on a second road game. I usually that's not usually a good sign. No, no, it's not. 
Uh, Patriots returned to their winning ways, uh, 36 to 20 over there over uh, Belichick's favorite um, uh, preseason scrimmage uh, mate, uh, Sean Payton, down there. 477 yards. Gronkowski got back onto his uh, his. Uh, Touchdown catching ways over 100 yard receiving. I think two touchdowns, one touchdown. However, he did leave with a groin injury. Uh, something well, he, to watch. There's always something with him. There, there really, really is always something. Uh, in one of the best, one of the better games of the week, uh, the Chiefs 27-20 over the Eagles. Uh, I mean, Andy, Andy showed his old team up uh, and his old uh, quarterback coach up. Uh, Carson Wentz did play well, but. Well, he threw 56 passes. Now, usually the cutoff's 50. It's hard to win throwing more than 50 passes in, you know, in regulation. You're very true about that. You know, and and why is that? I mean, it's mostly because the defense knows knows where you're going to be. Yeah, you're correct. You know, and and they, they're throwing like 70% of the time. Yeah, yeah, they really are. But I mean, anybody in an Andy Reid in the Andy Reid portion of the tree minus brad childress because he always said like no 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 andy doesn't like to run the ball i like to run the ball but <laughs> it seems like everybody else who comes off of andy reed's uh, uh portion of the uh bill walsh tree he, they just love to well, throw the he, ball he's got a andy's got a runner this year oh boy does he and kareem hunt he continued his uh his game-breaking ways. He had a long run and a nice long catch too, as well. So. You see those, those powerful thighs and those short legs, and what 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 motion he has. It's true. Travis Kelsey also had a good game too. Uh, Raiders toppled over the Jets. I'm the most amazing part. Not was that the Raiders scored 45, was quite honestly that the Jets scored 20. Uh, that right. was that was my takeaway. I didn't think that the Jets would be able to, you know, score that many points. Um, the Cowboys and specifically Ezekiel Elliott for eight carries for only nine yards rushing as the Broncos storm forward 42 to 17 over the Cowboys in, and, and in Denver. Kind of the big, well, you mentioned a big story with the low yardage, but how about with the turnover and his hands on his hips and became a pedestrian out there? Yeah. Uh, you know, not, not very professional. Dak had the. That's like guys in baseball that won't run it out to first. Well, I mean, it also speaks to how good of a defense Denver has. But well, it speaks to how he's a front runner. Well, that's when he's, when he's doing well, everything is Lottie Dow Valley. Well, that's very when true. Things are going south. He's he's not part of the action. You're so very. That, that's potentially a problem. No, no, no. But I... then the other side of the coin is they want full effort from him, but then the league wants to suspend him, and they don't have the court. You know, evidence or or permission to do it at this time, right? Although so he, he should be dedicated, and then they should be, uh, you know, indecisive. I don't know. Well, if you ask many fantasy owners from last week, they will have said he he might as well have been, uh, he might as suspended. well, yeah, because he would have gotten pretty much the same amount of uh, points for them, right? right. Uh, for there. Um, Falcons open up their new building with a gorgeous halo. That gorgeous halo. Uh, uh, board video board at the top of Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Right, the billion-dollar TV with a thirty-four twenty-three uh, win over the Packers in a rematch of the NFC title game from last year, and then uh, surprise. Well, that's, that's a bit of uh, of a surprise, no? But, well, but maybe not. I mean, they won the championship game last last year down there. 
I mean, I thought they'd have a mental block coming into the start of the season, but I, not. I, I mean, it's only the start of the season. You know, there are pretenders and contenders, and this early it's a little bit hard to tell. But I really thought that hearing Matt Ryan's almost obsessive viewing of the Super Bowl would turn against him. Like, I understand right. he used it as a motivational tool just yeah, to watch yeah. it, to understand why it happened, all that stuff. But, but still, they also lost Shanahan, the offensive coordinator. Right. Well, so far, uh, Sarkeesian. Exactly. Sarkeesian's doing well. You know, he's a he's a new man after he uh, he um, yeah, gave up so the drink. To them. Yeah. So all that stuff, uh, and then um, at least locally, but I think uh, it's becoming a bigger news story in terms of uh, how they're playing. The Giants got toppled at home by the Lions, twenty-four to ten. Matthew Stafford and the Lions continue to roll early in the season here. And uh, the Giants. Well, you're never as bad as you look when you lose, and you're never as good as you look when you win in football. It's very true. But but some people are saying, you know, has he hit the wall? Well, he's 36 years old, and quite frankly, when did that happen? Like I, it, it, it never. I never really think of Eli Manning as, you know, right. over 35. But, but but under pressure, he's always been a duck and chuck. Right. Well, I, the Giants have spent the vast majority of their money on the defense side of the ball. They've got right. Damian uh, Harrison, they, you know, re-signing JPP and linebackers and Eli Apple um, and all these guys. Yeah, well, coming into the season, I really, you know, expected a lot of them. I don't know why. My One of my biggest mistakes, you know, looking looking forward to the season, you know, in preseason. You know, I didn't realize that they didn't fix the problems they had last year. Well, that offensive line is the biggest problem. You know, well, they spent... about running back? The running back's a big part of the problem, well, too. Well, they insist on Perkins. I understand. Meanwhile, what else do they have? Orleans Darkwa, he's just sitting off on the side, and he's waiting his turn, but I don't it's, know why. It's they... more like a power pack. It doesn't... If I remember correctly, I think... Actually, I've... they all look the same. Well, of course, but there's no lightning That's in... That's not good. Well, there's no lightning and thunder. There's no Ron Dane. There's no Brandon Jacobs anymore. There's well, no Ahmad Bradshaw. There's no Beckham. Well, pff, well, there's barely a Beckham. And even when right. Beckham's out there, he's only good for a little while. Uh, Eli can't doesn't have the time to look at him. He's got to find Eric Ingram. And oh my goodness, that Eric Ingram, this rookie out of where is it, Ten- Ole Miss yeah. or Texas A and M? Well, Ole Miss. I mean, come on, yeah. that doesn't help Manning out. Yeah, really. Scores a touchdown. Um, uh, excessive celebration penalty on the kickoff. Kickoff goes out of bounds. Yeah, Lions well, get the ball. Lions get the ball at the Giants' touch forty. Body parts or or what was that? Because they didn't explain it during the game. Of course not. They're not going to. They're just going to say, "Hey, right. look at him. Look, hey, look at that. You can't do that." Right. And then he said later, "Oh, I accidentally touched myself." I'm, I'm, you know, <laughs> unbelievable. And these things happen. Well, in any case, it was just one bad thing upon another. And then everything goes the Lions' way in that game because a 50-plus-yard field goal just makes it, bounces off the crossbar, and then bounces back. And you just heard the audibly awe. I mean, it's been seven straight games where they've scored 20 or less. Yeah. I mean, this— So, you know, when does it become a pattern? uh, Well, it's starting to, and and, uh, Ben McAdoo after the game pretty much said that about specifically Eli, which we'll see. Well, he called them out, and that must send a message to the rest of the players. Right. So let's see. I mean, you know, everybody I speak to likes, you know, the Eagles that game because it's their home opener. They've been playing great. Yeah. But, you know, and they lost last week, like you mentioned, to uh, to Andy Reid. 
So they're coming off a loss back home. So it, it looks that way. But the line is like six and a half. Six, six and a half. So Right. Giants in Philly. Um, right. Yes. And he's something like four and 12 recently or whatever. Who? Um, Carson Wentz or Eli Manning? No, Eli Manning. Against with the Eagles. Oh, I mean, of course. Yeah. Yeah. He can't beat the Eagles. He can beat the Cowboys, Redskins. Right. So I guess that reflects the line. Yeah, I think you should. Well, speaking of week three of the NFL, please, let's go over what are your best bets, best bets of the week this week. Well, I'm liking the um, I'm liking the Ravens. It's 9.30 in London. It's a- 9.30 a.m. Sunday. Baltimore, technically it's a Jacksonville home game, but Baltimore's giving three and a half. Yeah, I mean, the rumor always is that that's going to be the London Jaguars. I mean, that's, you know, well, the owner internationally the NFL, that would, the, the owner seems to want to do it. Sure, Khan, the owner of the uh, Jaguars, he's an international man of of some right. sorts. Um, yes, I always love those, those 9.30 London games. It's nice, you get a nice game when you wake up, and then you can go through the rest of the day. And uh, even Jacksonville's playing better. I mean, that is a very good defense. Well, I love when the, when the crowd cheers the long field goals. <laughs> it's right up there, Ali. All right, so you got Baltimore minus three and a half. Yeah, well, you know, and then, you know, they make these picks. I usually wait till around Wednesday. and um, This is being recorded on Friday, so. Right, so, you know, and then you're thinking about it because they've had a 10 – the two games, Baltimore Ravens have five turnovers back-to-back games. Uh, right? deep, I mean, you know, you're wondering how long does that last, right? Five turnovers defensively or offensively? They have defensive. You know, they, they've gotten ten turnovers in two uh, games. Pr- oh, yes, produced ten turnovers. Gotcha, gotcha. Mom yeah, the that. defense. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, and last week the offense had three also. But, but you know. It all depends. The, 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 the point being, you know, who's winning these games? It all depends if Blake. Yeah, that's great motivation too. Well, it all depends if Blake Bortles has to throw the ball. If that's the case, then you can chalk up a couple more in, uh, turnovers right there. That's that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. You're looking for some missteps from them. I think true. Okay, so you got that. Yeah. What else you got? I got that. I like the Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs are ho- are uh, go to L.A. San Diego. Well, what was San Diego? Now it's the... Oh, I'm sorry. L.A. Now, Chargers. The home of the Los Angeles Galaxy. Um, the L.A. Chargers. Right. <laughs> Char- San, Di- uh, San Diego. See, I signed it too. The Chiefs wow. are giving... It's like, it's, it's like they don't have their own place. It's like they're staying in a motel. Yeah. So the Chargers are giving... Getting three on the road, and you like the Chiefs? Or, I'm sorry, the Chargers I, are getting three at home. They're a home dog. Yeah, they are at home, yeah. I but, mean, they just find ways to lose. It's true. It really is true. Um, it, it's a shame, because they're a waste of a good quarterback. Yeah, Rivers. But they're really hot, the Chiefs. I mean, when you see what they have, speed at wide receiver, they have speed at running back, right? I mean, that, that tight end, Kelsey. You know, there, there's, a, there's a lot of pieces to like there. Plus that excellent defense. So. And Andy's usually great early in the year. That's true. So Kansas City pl- uh, minus three. Right. And then the other one I picked was the Raiders. You know, I was tossed up between the Falcons at, you know, at Lions. Mm. Or, you know, and then the other problem is, too, when I look back, I'm thinking I have all road teams. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that... because there's nine home dogs. 
this week, and I, I don't ever remember that many. There's, uh, yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Uh, yeah, that 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 is. Very... So I went with the Raiders, right against the Redskins, but like you say, the Jets put up a lot, a lot of points on the Raiders. So maybe that's that probably. Probably the over wouldn't be bad in that game. No, I, I don't think you'd be wrong in that, and the over on that is 55. Right. Uh, and the line's three, three and a half. Right, right. So you like the Raiders giving three yeah, to the Redskins. Yeah, so I got three three road teams, mm-hmm. and that has, has its own problems involved, and then we see what happens. Right, so Ravens, Chiefs, yeah. and, the, and the Raiders. And I do right. like the Falcons at Lions. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's... both in the, de- the Dome... And 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 Atlanta's for real again. I I definitely think they are. They're giving three to Detroit. Uh, in Detroit, I mean, th- I think that might be a bit of a shootout. Although that Atlanta defense is still pretty good. But um, Detroit's two and zero. Oh. They are. So good for the Motor City. But they beat the Giants and the Cardinals, and that might not be big potatoes anymore. Right. Exactly. You know, prior to the season, that, maybe, but not. And that's why we play these games. That's for sure. Uh, on the fantasy end of the uh, of last week, um, Tom Brady did well for me. Uh, Rob Gronkowski did well for me, as did Alshon. Yeah, is that a yardage league or no? Just a well in a uh, a public league. So Tom Brady and Gronkowski did well for me both, along with Alshon Jeffrey. He actually scored a touchdown in the Everyman League, where uh, point values tend to be a little bit high. Uh, Tom Brady got me sixty five points. Uh, and Travis Kelsey also did me well, too. Uh, Chris Johnson, I picked him up. Now that David Johnson's out, a lot, there was a lot of talk about the Arizona backfield being a running back by committee. Nobody knows who's going to take the lead, but I figure, look, Chris Johnson, he's been there before for the last couple of years. He got re-signed. Is, is he, there gas in that tank? Apparently, 11 rushes, 44 yards. I mean, it, it's not a lot, but still, and now they're talking this week. That was against the Colts? That was against the Colts. But no, but no, no other back had more than eleven. So That's it was, true. yeah, it was in week two. The Arizona Cardinals offense distributed the ball in the backfield huh. a good amount. This week going forward, though, Bruce Arians has said that he really likes how Chris Johnson does it. He 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 knows the okay. system. He's a, he's a veteran. He's a good well, one to at take home up. with the Cowboys, this right? Week. So I figure, and look, we know that Cowboys' defense is not as good as their offense, absolutely, so why not? There's a big Cowboy fan base in Arizona. Oh, absolutely there is. So I like Chris so Johnson. It's almost like a home game for them. So like, like, like Chris Johnson was a cowbell back in Tennessee, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride him until they tell me not to anymore. Okay. So he's one who worked well for me last week and will continue. And, of course, Kareem Hunt in uh, my third league did – Absolutely bang-up job as well. Uh, did anybody have Gurley? Uh, Todd Gurley. Last week, yes. Uh, oh, this week, night. yeah, last night. This is be re- recording on a, on Friday, but we will tip off a little bit on the last night's game, which some are calling the greatest of the Thursday of the current crop of Thursday night football games that has been well, played. Well, it's the highest scoring. Highest scoring, most exciting. Look, the Niners come within I a two. the whole thing. Niners come within a two-point conversion of tying the game. Yeah, but let's go Do, to the very start. Okay. The first, the first play of the game is an interception. Is a pick six <laughs> for, for the Rams. No, wasn't it? It wasn't a pick. It was not a pick six. He brought it down to the goal line, and then Todd Gurley 
brought oh, it home. Okay. Right. You're right. You're right. right. But you know what? It, it all happened in a matter right. of 30 yeah. seconds. You're so. right. They, they marked it at the whatever. But the I mean, foot. Rams were way ahead. I, I looked at the score in the second quarter. I said, this is done. Lo and behold, people start talking about this game. Yeah, well, it's the game that nobody wanted. No, but in the they end... Kept it, the turnovers. Unbelievable. But you know Takes what? Punts, everything. This game is going to be the one that's going to be, you know, when they when the NFL Network does like the re-showing of like the best games yeah. of the week, this is going to be one that's they're going to show and people are going to want to watch. First of all. But what they really should because you got the two youngest coaches. Two youngest coaches. Uh, by the way, it, it was almost like you could call this the uh, almost Kirk Cousin Bowls. Because <laughs> cause don't forget, Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan sure. both were uh, Kirk Cousins' quarterback coach yeah. in uh, or offensive coordinator in Washington. So they're both like, well, I've got my version of Kirk Cousins. No, I got my version of Kirk Cousins. And they just they, they decided to just throw the ball. And Todd Gurley actually had a really, really good game. Well, he had, dude. But the biggest story of the Rams is not only the head coach, but Goff. I mean, I had him, like, you know. Dead to rights. Yeah. But, you weren't the only one. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it looks like he's having fun doing it. Very California laid back, and, yeah, he, he's sharp now. It, that's amazing turnaround. Yeah. Um, somebody pointed out that this was the first time they had scored more than 41 points uh, yeah. ever. Well, Dur- it's the highest uh, Thursday night you know, scoring game ever. Right, but what I'm saying is that under, um, oh, who's the old coach of the... Um, uh, Fisher? Yes, the they never, the Rams never yeah, scored 40 points. They stole points. the most money without a gun in the history of the world. <laughs> yeah, oh, and also they did the color rush uniforms. I kind of like the Rams all yellow. I didn't like that. I It was it kind of, not not I, a I lot. Don't, I don't like the all dark colors. Well, you I don't like... I mean, I don't like the... They look like second story burglars. <laughs> I don't like the 49ers being all black. All gold. Any of them. Red. Be all red. Be all gold. Something not just all black. That looks terrible. But but it's a villain color. I understand. I know. It's just. Who needs that? But of course, the end of the game, two and a half minutes left. They come within a two point conversion through the Niners of tying the game. Miss it. Go for the onside kick. Get the onside kick. Now, they've changed they the rules did. for the onside kick the last couple of years. It's nigh on impossible to get it, and they recovered it with two and a half minutes left. Now, now did you watch that? I did not see that. No, I oh, didn't, didn't see it. See. Okay, because right in, in, in after that, right, mm-hmm. they called a penalty that they wouldn't even show us on the review. I did the see the penalty. Did. I did yeah. hear about the penalty being called, yes. Uh, that, I mean, that amazed me. Yeah, I... You know what I mean? It was totally for the home team. It really, really, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, that's what makes, you know, you wonder about the popularity and the NFL, you know? They're going to need stuff like this, some exciting game, some, you know, some younger blood. But well, the, but the refs and, and all these sports, I mean, you know, we can talk about hockey later with, the, you know, slashing. We can't lift the, the, the stick off the ice. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what's going on? I, I don't know. You know, yeah, you, you have to wear knights of armor uh, as a safety <laughs> stuff, no matter what you do. Even riding a bike today, I mean, yeah. I, I mean it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that. Uh, moving over very quickly to the college ranks uh, in week two, um, Oklahoma continue their winning ways. They're now the number number two ranked team in the country, behind, of course, Alabama. But how about the end of the Florida Tennessee game? Florida down by a touchdown. Uh, 
19 to 20. I'm sorry, less than a touchdown. Just they're down by one point. End of the game, the Florida quarterback goes on a mad scramble and throws a bomb to win the game, <laughs> 26 to 20 in Florida in the swamp. The bomb is still the exciting play in football, right? They took the kick kickoff return away. Yeah, that's all we. That's all we're left with. That man. That's what we're left with. Uh, LSU, what was the twelfth ranked team, is now probably unranked. Uh, lost thirty-seven to seven in Mississippi State, which was a big boy. That SEC, they're they're not as good as as they used to be. You're seeing and how good is Penn State? Penn State's very good. They won fifty-six to nothing over Georgia State. I mean, you know, as some people right. call them, cupcake universities, but. <laughs> That's not for me to say, but uh, they're, except, they're playing Michigan this week, I think they are in, at Penn State. At, at Penn State, yeah, they are Penn State. And, and Michigan slipping. Michigan slipping a little bit, yeah. Their recruitment. Uh, oh, um, oh, I think he's a wide receiver for them. He went down with a a, a bad injury, so he's going to be out for a while. Um, and actually, in this the up- wheel has turned. Oh, it absolutely has. And in this upcoming week. I read an interesting story about um, the 17-year-old Old Dominion quarterback who I believe is going, they're playing Northwestern, I think. Right. Yeah, so Old Dominion is putting out a 17-year-old quarterback onto the field, um, a true freshman in every sense of the word. Um, Wow. So, you know. Stay tuned. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be an interesting work for them. I don't know how that's how that's really going to well. Let me see if they who they are playing. If I re- look really quickly, I might be able to tell you uh that in this week week 3 of the college football they are going to be playing Virginia Tech, 13th ranked Virginia Tech. Okay. So, throwing a 17-year-old out there saying, "Go get them, boy." But is that at, is that in Virginia? Yeah, that's at Virginia Tech. They're starting them on the road. Wow. Uh, well, so that'll be interesting to see if anybody's can pay yeah. attention to that. Um, moving over to baseball really quickly. Um, you, there's some news about, well, first of all, uh, I want to touch very sadly on one of the uh, events that had happened that to the, with the Yankee game a couple days yeah. ago. If you heard about, because um, now the... The line drive hit a child. Two years old, was with his uh, with the child's grandparents, bring him to a Yankee game, so... Um, and I noticed this when we went to City Field a couple times this season, and I did not recall them talking about it. But of course, the, some of the nets have been up over, at yeah. least in City Field, over the um, dugout and a little bit down the line. And sure. so now a lot more stadiums have been talking about that, and it looks like probably because the Yankee... of why now? Well, uh, cell phones. Cell phones are one, but I'll also give this reason, which I have yet to hear anybody. These are giant players. When you look, what? Look, well, first of all, we're going to tell me they're hitting the ball harder than they used to. Why do we now talk? They're they're hitting at people that aren't paying attention. Well, I think people go to the game to do everything but watch the game. I understand that. I think that is part of it. But I also know you you have a child. You bring the child to the game. Aren't you looking all every time the bat's being hit? I I am. I am, yes, I understand that. But we also taught, the big thing is now exit velocity. When when, When websites and Major League Baseball track how fast a ball comes off of a bat... Now, obviously, right. they didn't have the technology, 10, 15, 20, 25, all the way back to Willie what, Mays. To calculate it? 
to but to basically say look there's a difference between country strong and gym strong and, well, and we got a lot of another reason why they don't they haven't been doing it because of the baseball rule being right? that that they're not responsible for for what happens the, to tic- the ball when it goes the, into the to the stands your t- your on the back of every ticket your purchase you. ticket is a waiver for yes of course any yeah, of that stuff so then if i don't have you know no, I understand. Now, now it's public relations. Now, I understand that. because of cell phones. I believe. I no, I, that is a part of it. Some of these stadiums are much more. Um, well, it look, restricts like seven percent. It's something like ninety-two or ninety-three percent seats. Well, but but the, it's like anything else. A foggy window. You get used to looking at it. Right, but it's not just it's not just your your, your sight lines. It, they want you to get up and walk around the stadium. They want you to go visit this expensive uh, place I, to buy that's what things. I mean. and, they want you to do everything but sit there and watch right. the game. I understand that. Now I don't have the luxury of sitting in seats where a screaming line drive would be in my way. Um, so I don't. I, well, I cannot I'm speak I'm for I'm myself. Someday. Oh no, I'll have the netting up. I'm going to see if I can get in Bernie Madoff's uh, platinum Delta 14 seat. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you be careful and wear the uh, the striped outfit. So, um, <laughs> which way should the stripes be going? Uh, up and down, I horizontal suppose. Horizontal or vertical? I think vertical. Um, but it did affect. Uh, so, getting back to that, it did affect. Oh, it's extremely sad. It is, but and it did affect specifically Todd Frazier and Didi Gregorius on the Yankees. So now that you have players who are speaking up about this, I think you're right. going to see it. If not. Um, talked about well it's going to be it has well, been talked about how did you feel more. when they did that with hockey i was okay with it i mean it's also rare when it goes in but it's the same thing they they did that because a puck hit a hit a young child yeah. uh, not well, as well, not that's as why we put up stop signs and traffic lights i and yes yes um but that's that's how it is so yeah. speaking of hockey um, you had made mention of it uh, in the preseason. Right now they're in preseason hockey, but there's been a lot of uh, talk about the enforcement of the uh, hooking and slashing and also uh, face-off um, interference calls. Um, it, it Players are saying it disrupt the, disrupts the flow of the game. There hasn't been any rule changes. They've Teams have just been notified only after they're, the f- they're enforcing rules. They are enforcing rules. They haven't changed it. They're just making right. sure that the rules that are on the books are being to the letter. And teams were not told about this until after the first preseason game. This wasn't like, hey, just so you know, this is coming up. This was, oh, did we forget to tell you? And away they go. So, yeah, so the rule is? The rule is you cannot... Your your stick basically cannot touch another player, and your stick needs to pretty much stay on the ground because then it will be stay on the ice. <clears throat> yeah, which is very hard for you know if you learn the game one way, and this is a generations generations yeah. have learned how to play this the game this way. Uh, and it, is it akin to taking away the the phantom play in baseball at second base? Um. Or is it more of a tackling rule change? In I'd say football? A, ta- a tackling rule change because you're taught one way. The phantom play in the 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 neighborhood play in second base, that's right. just that's safety related. Well, it's partially safety related, and also now there's photographic evidence, there's video evidence where you can say yes or no. Right. And right. something like another way, another way to 
slow the game down. Well, that and that's what players are saying in the in the, the preseason so far for the NHL is that it disrupts the flow of the game. They can't get anything started because all of a sudden there's another whistle, and they don't get a good, you know, a good lasting um, right, right. play. And, and we as fans have to suffer through this, of course. And it's just going to make hockey games, which uh, regrettably feel like they last quite a while. Even without the season, the regular season is too long already. Yeah, 80, 82 games is very long for both basketball and hockey. For half the, the teams or more to get in the playoffs, anyhow. Yeah, exactly. It's just you know practice. Crazy. What are we talking about practice for? Uh, expensive. Oh, very much so. Well, you got to make sure you get those forty-one games. You get your money's worth in a smaller arena. So there you go. Um, moving over to boxing, the. <laughs> The uh, Triple G and uh, Canelo fight, uh, which was... Wasn't that Alvarez? Alvarez. Canelo Alvarez. But I've... Saul Canelo Alvarez, if you want to be very specific. There you go. Um, Versus Golovkin. And um, it was... And they they had... And and who was doing the referee? The the refing? Stevie Wonder? Uh, Well, it wasn't the refing. It was the judging. Oh, the Um, judging. Well, the judging, so the, the outcome was a, a draw, which I believe it was, who is it, Triple G was undefeated, or can, or Alvarez, I forget which one. One of them was undefeated. Triple unde- G, right? Triple G was undefeated. And, uh, yeah, so... so they stole it from a female judge. One, uh, one judge, uh, who was female, but one judge uh, did score at 18 to, or 118 to 112, or 110, I believe, 11. I forget. A one eleven. My apologies. It was a nine round fight. One eleven uh, for Alvarez, um, yeah. which was nobody. Yeah, which fight was she seeing? The one in the stands or the one in the ring? Well, it seems though as that it, it, this just harkens back to the idea of why boxing is dying because there's all this sort of corruption that's involved. It's always with it. been that way, right? I know it has always been. I know that you know. Somebody like uh, Senator McCain tried to bring some sort of um, you know, semblance of reason to boxing, but that never took hold. So now we're left with the only time we're interested in boxing is when it's uh, an exhibition with a UFC fighter and a retired fighter. <laughs> so th- this is why, yeah, well, this is why MMA has taken over the world. Times. Yeah. We've... But it's a huge rematch, and we're talking about it. So, you know, boxing is circus promotion. You're right. You're not wrong about that, but it's just yeah. how many how many times have so people? So I get... want to see. I wasn't as interested in seeing the the first time. I probably will be interested to see the second. Well, then that turnaround better happen pretty quick. I'm thinking I'm going to get an honest effort, maybe. You may, you may, but the turnaround the turnaround better be quick because people are are going to just lose interest in it and only remember, oh, that was a draw that wasn't supposed to be a draw. I'm not paying X amount of money. I'm not even going to watch it. I'll go That's watch. That's a good point. You're I'll, right. They should do it soon. You, I mean, look. So, you, so where's the low? The in terms of what? Well, now? boxing. They always had the promotion, like the last one you saw. You know, right. boxer MMA, right? Yeah. I mean, they're going to do that in a time when there wasn't, you know, football wasn't happening. It's going to be. Basketball wasn't happening, right? Yeah, yeah it's it's going to be a while. It's going to take till February before people are really. After the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, of course. Just like everything else, it's after the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, quickly to touch on baseball. Um, uh, everything's kind of going as planned in terms of, nothing's really changed in terms and of the And the standings. Indians win it all now. 
Well, they lost their streak at 22 games, I believe. And then they picked it up again. And then they picked it up again. I mean, that's a good team, you know, going into October. Uh, But right now, I mean, the only thing aside from... uh, Dodgers are fading. Yeah. But, I mean, you you hope that, I don't know. It's just... So now the question is, can the Nationals get a better record? Well, they're trying. It's almost a curse, having a better record. It really is because it's not going to do you any favors. And plus, if you, you have to be hot late, well, if you if you have the best record, you're also now the National League's a little bit different this year because both the Rockies and the Diamondbacks have stayed in the wild card chase the entire season, and they've been just trying to jockey for position. Although the the Diamondbacks have had it for quite some time, so now you've got to. You, in the past, you used to say, okay, well, the the team who wins the wild card game, they have been playing very hard for for a shorter like for the most recent amount of time so they have something to really fight for and they'll they'll probably do well in the first round but the Rockies and Diamondbacks have been in the race the whole time they haven't really been having to fight to get into the playoffs they've pretty much been there so this might actually be the year where the Nationals win a playoff series and try wow. to to play for the National League championship um, but uh, a little news of note, a um, couple managerial positions are looking to change next season, specifically Brad Ausmus with the Tigers, four seasons there. And most interestingly for the New York Mets, which is what interests me, of course, is that Terry Collins, the Mets are thinking, will retire at the end of the season, seven years uh, on the bench. Um, I don't know if he will. Um, I think the Mets are kind of hoping so they don't have to go get out. Because he is the. Uh, and who do you think they'll bring somebody up? Maybe, I, I kind of wish Wally Backman was still around. Um, right. But he's not, um, so I have no idea. And at this point, uh, what what else are you really going to get? The manager. I heard they're going to cut their payroll. So Great. if I was him, I would retire. Great, that's wonderful. Hey boy, unless unless these young guys are for real, that doesn't make me. Excited. I mean, they, honestly, they don't have much to really spend on in terms of. Well, the problem too became Matt Harvey. You know, I, I wanted him to get four or five wins so they could, you know, get rid of him. No, that's they not happening. Even get that out of him. Matt Harvey over his last five starts has a thirteen ERA. He right uh, there. yeah, can't get anything for him now. No, in the game where he barely made it out of what the second inning, not even the second inning. What a bust, huh? Well, uh, I never bought the jersey. Did you? Uh, I did not. Uh, however, I never bought into it. No. However, he he's a, his name is Harvey, and he plays for a New York team. So there are many older fans with the name Harvey who probably bought yeah. the jersey and probably wear it proudly. But but it's the name on the front, not the name on the back that counts. There you go. Well, thanks, Dad, for joining me this week. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, that's a lot of fun. All right, Dad. Thanks very much. See you after week three. And Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.